turbulent times call for clear-headed insight. That's hard to come by these days, especially on TV. That's where we come in. Salem News Channel has the greatest collection of conservative minds all in one place. People you know and trust, like Dennis Prager, Eric Metaxas, Charlie Kirk, and more. Unfiltered, unapologetic truth. Find what you're searching for at snc.tv and on Local Now Channel 525. Everybody, another Algatulo Craft Beer Cast on the air on AM 970 The Answer and wherever on social media, wherever it is that you uh, partake in this show. We have two great craft beer guests that are going to be joining me tonight. That's actually not exactly accurate. A craft beer guest and a craft meat guest. I'll get to that in just a second. You can join me very easily on Twitter at Algatulo, Instagram at Gatulo, G A T. U double L O Facebook.com slash AG Craft Beer Cast via email at Albert G at NYC Radio.com. Don't forget iTunes and Google Play. Just do a search for AG Craft Beer Cast. You'll find the shows on those two platforms. We're Alexa Ready as well, iHeartRadio, and we're on Radio.com. Uh, uh, go over to uh, the Hopped Up Network as well on Monday mornings. You can listen to the podcast version of this program usually on Monday mornings before 6 a.m. Now, the Reflex. Why did we play Duran Duran's Reflex? Very simple. On uh, June the 28th of 1984, this week in 1984, Duran Duran, The Reflex, hits number one in America, the version, a remix of the album cut done by Sheik's Niall Rogers. So again, in this week in music history, The Reflex hitting number one uh, in America. And boy, uh, early 80s there, Duran Duran was the hottest band in the nation uh, from a pop standpoint, without a doubt. So uh, I like some of Duran Duran stuff. Not everything. A View to a Kill, um, I think, is terrible. It's a poppy. You kind of sing along to it, and it just reminds me of Roger Moore's last James Bond movie, which was abysmal. I mean, honestly, after, uh, I'd say Moonraker, he probably should have given it up, but whatever. I mean, a lot of people like Roger Moore's Bond. My favorite Roger Moore uh, James Bond movie, not to get off on a tangent, but we are, is The Spy Who Loved Me. It's probably the role in which he is the most serious and a little bit of comic uh, relief in it, but he's the most serious in that one, and who could f- uh, forget Barbara Bach uh, in that movie? So there you go. Anyway, coming up in uh, about 20 minutes from now, Phil Petraka from Source Brewing, who we've had on the program before, and of course portions of the Algatulo Craft Beer cast are brought to you by Source Brewing. Get your beer from the source in Colts Neck, New Jersey, right off Route 34, right next to Delicious Orchards. But also, Pat Lafreda from Lafreda Meats will be joining me. Um, you've heard uh, Pat on the Joe Piscopo Show, uh, Monday through Friday, 6 to 10, uh, 10 a.m. Uh, Lafreda Meats is a sponsor of the Joe Piscopo Show. But they, uh, Phil and Pat, are doing a collaboration beer to benefit the Intrepid Sea, Air, and Space Museum. They released the news Earlier this week, we're going to talk about that along with uh, how both businesses are surviving uh, during this pandemic. Of course, Pat, with his meat business, having to shift to to an online model, Source kind of doing the same thing with can releases. So we'll talk to the two of them about that and how they are dealing uh, with the effects of the pandemic right now. That is going to take place about 20 minutes from now. So speaking of the pandemic, a couple of things. Number one, 
uh, New Jersey started to relax some of their rules to allow outdoor dining and people to get together and have a beer outside. And already we've had a bar being shut down. So days after it reopened last week, uh, a Morristown bar was shut down again because city officials say it violated COVID-19 laws on open dining. City officials revoked the outdoor dining license of Tashmu Bar and Restaurant due to overcrowding uh, the Friday before last. Photos from Tashmu on uh, social media showed groups of patrons gathered together with most not wearing masks. Morristown officials say Tashmu was the only Morristown bar to have had its license revoked since night spots were allowed to reopen last Monday. Police say they did not choose to close the bar, but were following township laws. We've seen this uh, DJs as well in Belmar, very popular club, big open parking space. Uh, they were using it. Apparently a lot of pictures on social media being sent to Governor Murphy. The place should be shut down. Why are they allowing this? So there is a little bit of a learning curve here. But, um, you know, the majority of the businesses, we went out to dinner at our favorite place, Paragon Tap and Table, uh, a week ago this past Friday. And, um, you know, tables were spaced out appropriately. You had to wear a mask when you went into the restaurant to use the bathroom. But for the most part, everybody kind of obeyed the rules, and it was just nice to get outside and dine. But honestly, I can't say this enough. Don't screw it up for the rest of us. Don't be a jerk, and if you're a business owner, I get it. You're trying to make money. You're trying to survive here in this pandemic. But doing this is a problem, and people are going to call you out for it. They're going to snitch on you. I don't even hate to use the word snitch, but they're going to say something. Don't be stupid here. You know, let's get us into that next phase and then the phase after that. And if we can do it responsibly, everybody's going to win. Everybody's going to make money. People are going to get a little bit back to normal I get it. There are a lot of people out of work, but, you know, we'll get back to that normalcy just a little bit. Let's hope so. Now, another story from the New York Post uh, entitled uh, New York City Hangover. This was in their business section. So this is an interesting uh, point. So New York City is just starting to reopen outdoor dining, but a state-ordered blacklist for New York City restaurants who have fallen behind on their booze bills is threatening to cancel a lot of their plans. Uh, this, This from the New York Post uh, the Phase 2 reopening uh, for the Big Apple that last Monday allows the city's 26,000 restaurants and bars to resume open di- uh, outdoor dining after spending months uh, under the lockdown. But state regulations say that, that restaurants whose monthly booze bill isn't paid in full cannot use credit or borrowed funds to buy alcohol. This strict cash payment considera- condition has been all but impossible to meet for most of the city's shuttered restaurants, according to industry officials. Uh, apparently, Terra Tribeca, an example, it's a, they're a cheek uh, wine and tapas venue uh, that seats 65 indoors, ordered about $30,000 worth of booze in late February, just a few weeks before it got shut down. Now, the owner, Paul Greco, notes his wine list wasn't ready for the change in seasons that would follow. He doesn't have any rosé wine, and that's what people drink in the summer. He's got all this other wine that, that's sitting there that he's not going to be able to sell, and he hasn't been able to pay his bill. And the State Liquor Authority's delinquent list forces restaurateurs who haven't paid their monthly liquor bill in full to pay cash for any booze orders, usually ensnares less than 5% of the city's restaurants in normal times. This according to Robert Bookman, an alcohol uh, regulatory expert who serves as counsel to the New York City Hospitality Alliance. The SLA couldn't provide an exact number of businesses currently on their delinquent list, uh, but Bookman estimates it has likely now engulfed an overwhelming majority of New York City restaurants and bars. So the problem is... If they can't use their money to pay their bill, they run out of booze, they have to shut down. So the the New York State Restaurant Association has called on the SLA to relax the rules for at least 30 days to help restaurants get back on their feet. 
State officials claim that would be unfair to the wholesalers. They have tried to explain the wholesalers aren't going to get their money anyway because the restaurateurs can't pay. But the SLA has said they're not relaxing the rules. This is going to be a big problem. You're going to find that places just simply aren't going to open up because of the fact that, hey, we can't pay in cash because we don't have it. This is not good. We will continue to monitor this story, and if we uh, learn any more information, we will let you know. In Fremont, in uh, Seattle, Washington, uh, Fremont Brewing, which is based there, had to shut its doors back on Tuesday, June 16th, because an employee tested positive for COVID-19. Uh, that is not a good thing. They are, are you know, doing their best uh, to get themselves reopened again, but the infected employee last worked at the beer garden on Tuesday, June 9th. He was adhering to the company guidelines during that shift. He passed a temperature check, wore a, wore a mask, gloves, maintaining social distance. However, they're not sure how he got it. They're not sure if other people at the brewery have gotten it. And so they've had to uh, shut down their brewery again, uh, which is not a good thing. And then finally, as I mentioned about the source uh, beer, I, I want to just give you a little background on it before we talk to Phil Petraca and uh, Pat Lafreda coming up in about, oh, I'd say about oh, 15 minutes from now. Um, this is going to be an American Pale Ale. Uh, it is going to be released on Friday, July 3rd, um, and I don't know if they have a title for it yet. No, I don't think they have it. They don't have a title for it yet. It's an American Pale Ale. Obviously, we'll get the title of the beer uh, when we have uh, the two gentlemen on. Proceeds from this beer will be donated to the special Intrepid Sea Air and Space Museum, which is docked in New York City. Uh, there is also going to be a contest uh, that if you uh, make a purchase to Pat LaFreda's uh, uh, meet uh, online, uh, before July 1st, you'll be eligible for, um, not only will you be eligible for early access to the beer, but you will automatically be eligible for a uh, Golden Tomahawk lottery, which is very cool. And we'll get into all the details on that uh, when we talk to the guys. You're going to get some some gift certificate stuff. You're going to have... Uh, you're going to get some 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 meat with it. There's there's a lot of cool things going on between Source and Pat Lafreda, and I will let those guys talk about it uh, when they come on the program. But it is very very cool uh, that um, you have this great brewery in New Jersey that's teaming up with this great meat purveyor um, in New York, and uh, eh, maybe there's some other things there that we can chat about uh, in and around what Source and Lafreda Meats are doing. Uh, again, I encourage you, everyone. Wherever you can, wherever you are in this country, wherever you are listening to this program around the world, support your local breweries at this time. It is very, very important. It is vital to support these local uh, local guys because by doing that, you're continuing to support a small business. Even if you go to a local restaurant that's owned by a local guy and they have local craft beer, by doing both of those things, you are helping both of those companies to survive. Now, when we come back after a short break, we got some more news going on from the beer world, including a brewery here in New York City that is brewing a beer that has a little bit of controversy to it. They're brewing a beer to support defunding the police. I will explain more coming up in just a couple of minutes. This is the Algatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970, The Answer. Dennis Frager believes we need to look at the facts. The obscene charge of murder against the policeman in Georgia. Murder. Did you see how he spoke to the man for 26 minutes? Did he strike you as a premeditated murderer? When you're drunk in a driver's seat and the police stop you and you fail a sobriety test and they're good to you, you don't start fighting them. The Dennis Prager Show, weekdays at 1, right before Sebastian Gorka at 3 on AM 970. The Answer. 
Hey, Susan, how's your daughter? Must be so tough planning a wedding during this time. It's been a challenge. We're feeling so cooped up and fear people won't want to be at a tight wedding reception. Have you thought about a private yacht? That would be beautiful and impressive, plus plenty of fresh air. Good idea. I'm ready to get something on the calendar to look forward to. Call Francesca at Fran's Touch of Class. She'll fill you in on the yachts and describe the delicious cuisine and all the services provided. She'll make every detail perfect. If you're planning a wedding or engagement party, a corporate event, birthday or anniversary party, bar or bat mitzvah, why not consider having it on a luxury private yacht? Let Francesca find you the yacht that's best for your event. Fully insured, Coast Guard certified and compliant with all COVID-19 protocols, she has beautiful vessels in her fleet that can accommodate from two to over a thousand, and guests can board at convenient locations throughout the metropolitan area. Call 212 385 9400, 212 385 9400, or visit franstouchofclass.com. Hey, hey, hey! My dad is bringing home the best birthday cake ever! It was my fifth birthday, and my dad was bringing home the cake. Should have been here a half hour ago. The cake never made it, and neither did my dad. That was the day a drunk driver killed my dad. Daddy? Impaired drivers take lives. Think. Sponsored by the New York State Governor's Traffic Safety Committee. Aired in cooperation with the New York State Broadcasters Association. As the will of the students goes, so goes the will of the nation. This is the central theme of the new movie, Return to the Hiding Place, the film about Corrie Ten Boom and her secret army of teenagers' heroic efforts to hide and save Jews from the Nazis during World War II. Corrie's story was made famous by her book and original movie produced by the Billy Graham Association. Now, 45 years later, comes Return to the Hiding Place, the untold, behind-the-scene true story of Corrie's secret army of student teenagers' efforts to rescue Jewish people. Told by Hans Poli, one of Corey's teens in the resistance, Return to the Hiding Place is an action-packed film of the Dutch underground's true, breathtaking rescue of an entire orphanage of Jewish children. Return to the Hiding Place, starring John Reese davies Watch this captivating movie tonight with your older children at SalemNow.com and save 20% with the promo code WNYM. Return to the Hiding Place at SalemNow.com, promo code WNYM. Due to historical content, might not be suitable for younger audiences. Listen to AM 970 The Answer on Alexa, TuneIn, iHeart, or Radio.com. Gatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970. The answer you can follow me very easily on Twitter at Al Gatulo, Instagram at Gatulo, G A T U L O, Facebook.com slash AG Craft Beer Cast, via email at Albert at NYCRadio.com. Don't forget iTunes, Google Play. You just do a search for AG Craft Beer Cast. You can find the shows on those two platforms. We're Alexa Ready. We're also on iHeartRadio and Radio.com. Uh, and also, we're on the Hopped Up Network. You just head over to the Hopped Up Network. Monday mornings before 6 uh, a.m., and you will get the podcast version of this radio show. And on the Hopped Up Network, there are a plethora of other beer-related podcasts that you can listen to at your leisure. Coming up in 10 minutes, Phil Petraca from Source Brewing, Pat Lafreda from Lafreda Meats will be joining me. They're doing a collaboration beer. Uh, Portions of the proceeds of this beer will benefit the Intrepid Sea, Air, and Space Museum. We're going to talk about that, along with how they're both surviving business-wise in this pandemic. And also, 
Uh, source came out with a beer um, this past Friday. Their source of hoppiness, which is their uh, normal source of uh, their one of their signature beers, uh, that is benefiting uh, a scholarship. And you'll hear Phil uh, talk about that as well, uh, which is very cool and something to absolutely listen to. That's going to be coming up in just about, oh, about eight minutes from now. Um, we mentioned in our last segment, our first segment of the show, that Seattle-based Fremont Brewing had um, closed its beer garden because of an employee testing positive for COVID-19. Well, they reopened uh, a few days later. Um, uh, according to what the Craft Brewery posted on Facebook, all of our urban beer garden staff tested negative for COVID-19. We did an extra deep sanitation cleaning of the entire urban beer garden in both brewery locations. Uh, they said more than 70 Fremont employees were tested. All were negative for COVID-19. They had, had to shut down for five days. Um, Kid Rock's Bar in Nashville got in trouble for ignoring the city's coronavirus restrictions again. Apparently, uh, Kid Rock's place, the big-ass honky-tonk and rock-and-roll steakhouse, lost their beer license after a photo was posted on social media showing that the venue that the singer co-owns with Steve Smith was in violation of county COVID-19 restrictions. Uh, Kid Rock, uh, the, the bar, had originally defied the city of Nashville when the early March closings were originally mandated. Uh, they basically said that the mayor's actions there in the town were unconstitutional. Then they eventually shut down the place for nearly three months. Then they reopened. But apparently they were on a full-on party mode and uh, the bar was filled to capacity. So they lost their beer license but not their liquor license uh, for five days. The city's actions... Uh, which the uh, steakhouse has 14 days to appeal, comes with a fine of $1,000. Co-owner Steve Smith was quoted in the Tennessean uh, saying, the Nashville government is like communists. They've got us behind a Berlin Wall. We met with Mayor Cooper and the doctors weeks ago and explained how having bar service is safer than table service. They're doing everything they can to put us out of business. The state of Tennessee is already in phase four. They're talking about holding us in phase two. It's against our constitutional rights. Look, the bottom line, whether you agree with it or not, you got to follow the rule of law, okay? If they tell you it's 50% capacity, then it's 50, 50% capacity. If they're telling you to wear a mask, wear a mask. I saw a story earlier this week uh, of residents of Palm Beach screaming at their councilman saying that it, 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 one of the quotes was, you can't make laws. It's unconstitutional for you to make laws. The most absurd thing I've ever heard in my life. Or the devil is making you do this by putting masks on. Wearing masks causes us to be sick. That's not true. It's proven that by wearing a mask and practicing social distancing that we are preventing the spread of this. New York and New Jersey and Connecticut, in large part, have gotten it right. Has it hurt the economy? Absolutely. Is it a problem? Absolutely. But do the right thing. If you want this to continue, then by all means, don't wear a mask. Don't social distance. Continue to congregate in large groups. And you know what's going to happen? This thing is just going to keep going and going and going like a monkey. Just going and going and going. On a, or, or Actually, better better word would be a hamster on the wheel. Is that what you want? Well, that's what you're going to have if you keep doing this. Why do you think we're seeing a spike in all these other states? We're seeing a spike because they opened, I think, too early. That's my opinion. I think New York, New Jersey, and Connecticut have gotten it right. And I'm not a fan of the governors, but they've gotten it right. Sorry, but, you know, the science is proving out here as opposed to other things. Now, quickly, the Bronx Brewery, um, they planned to release a new beer next month called Defund the Police. The announcement had gotten a lot of backlash. 
Some people vowed never to be patrons of the brewery ever again. Others said, hey, great job. Um, the Bronx Brewery said it's a place of inclusivity, community, and creativity. Uh, and with the movement taking hold worldwide, they knew they started to ha- they wanted to have certain conversations. The general manager of Bronx Brewery, Brandon Espinosa, said this wasn't a time to be silent, so we made a statement. Uh, the establishment announced on social media their newest brew, Defund the Police. They say the campaign doesn't equate to being anti-police. Uh, Espinosa says it's the support of reallocating funds to invest in other community programs, youth programs, mental health programs. Uh, again, met with criticism by a lot of people, a lot of people against it, People, some people for it. Uh, they said we're going to do this and we're going to pledge $1,000 to the nonprofit communities United for Police Reform organiz- organization. Uh, I was not a fan of them releasing this. I- I'll be perfectly honest. Uh, Bronx Brewery has never been a brewery that I've really sought out to to drink. I've had some of their stuff. It's okay. It's not great. It's nothing that I'm standing online to get cans for, or I gotta have it if I see it. That's just my personal opinion. They have the right to brew whatever beer they want and produce it in any way they want. Now, a couple of days ago, after all of this backlash, the Friday before last of putting this, wanting to put this beer out. They posted a statement on their Facebook page, which says, Over the past week, we've come to understand that the phrase defund the police is one that, for many, doesn't start a conversation. It stops it, or worse. Since sharing our intention to create a beer called Defund the Police last Friday, our team has received violent threats to our lives and our families at all hours of the day. They've been constant, they've been all-consuming, and they've been, frankly, terrifying. It has become clear that the way we chose to join this conversation wasn't encouraging the dialogue needed to promote positive change. A beer by that name was not going to drive a greater understanding of the opportunity at hand. So with that in mind, we will not produce this beer. But it's important that we have this conversation. Our goal has always been to bring people into this historic historical moment and to help share some education about what it all means. To us, defunding the police doesn't mean getting rid of the police. It never has. It's about rethinking how we police ourselves, what we ask of law enforcement, and what kind of resources are needed to do that. I'm not going to go into the rest of it in detail. Uh, if you want, you can go to their page. It's uh, facebook.com, The Bronx Brewery. They are going to make their planned donation while working to create long-term partnerships with organizations that fight racism and encourage community development in the Bronx. And as always, we'll continue to use our beer as a way to build community, encourage creativity, and make our tap room and backyard spaces the most inclusive and welcoming in the city. We'll keep working to be better, to keep listening, learning, and growing for our community, for the city, and for each other. So they decided not to put the beer out. And uh, in my opinion, I thought that was the right move to do. I think, the first off, if you're threatening people and you're threatening violence in their lives, you're a moron, okay? I'm sorry. The brewery does have a right to make the beer. And my feeling is make the beer and put it out, and your sales will tell whether or not people are supporting the beer or not supporting the beer. Um, I gather they weren't going to have a lot of success selling the beer. And the last thing you want in this pandemic is to have beer sitting and not being sold. Um do I think, how, how do I feel about the Listen, I'm pro-police. I'm a big supporter of the police. I do think that money for the police could be reallocated to other areas without losing jobs. But you can't cripple the police in, in doing their jobs. If you're going to slash budgets and lay off cops, I got a problem with that. Um, but if you're going to use that money positive, you know, in a positive way, then it's a good thing. Again, the brewery has the right to make whatever beer they want. What you don't have the right to do is to threaten violence 
on a brewery or its employees or the employers, uh, that's just wrong. It's not cool. Knock it off. Okay? Again, not a fan of the Bronx Brewery in terms of their beer, but they do have a right to make whatever beer they want. They decided to um, to not make the beer, but they're going to make their donation, and we shall see what happens uh, going along in, in the months to come. Let's see if they decide to put it out again uh, when everything is kind of, you know, settled down a little bit. We will monitor it, and we will get back to you on that. When we come back after a short break, Phil Petraka from Source Brewing and Pat Lafreda from Lafreda Meats will join me. This is the Algatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970, The Answer. News, opinion, passion. This is AM 970. The answer. It's mostly cloudy and 73 degrees. What's going on? We have the answer. Over half a million people worldwide have died from the coronavirus. Johns Hopkins University notes that over 10 million people across the globe have been infected with the illness. In the U.S., there are now more than 2.5 million COVID-19 cases. The death toll stands at just under 126,000. A top NAACP official says one thing is greatly needed as the debate about police reform continues. On CBS's Face the Nation, Sherilyn Ifill says any bill needs accountability. The president and director of counsel of the NAACP Legal Defense and Educational Fund said the Senate Republican bill that was blocked by Democrats last week doesn't have that. However, Ifill said the measure that passed the House did have accountability in it. In sports, a former league MVP is signing with the New England Patriots. Cam Newton has signed with the six-time Super Bowl champions. Multiple outlets are reporting. He's expected to compete with Jared Stidham for the starting quarterback position to take over for Tom Brady, who left for Tampa Bay in free agency. The incentive-laden deal is worth up to $7.5 million. The NFL Network reports. Traffic delays at your Hudson River crossings. Those delays are now easing finally at the George Washington Bridge since that crash has been cleared. Both the Holland and the Lincoln tunnels are a pretty good ride inbound as well as outbound. Now once you get into the city, Harlem River Drive looks good. West Side Highway, we have no reported delays. Alternate side parking rules are suspended through today, but Shemitah rules still apply. Weather for tonight. Showers and thunderstorms should be ending. We'll have a partly cloudy evening with a low of around 72 degrees. Mostly sunny with a high near 84 on Monday. Tuesday, slight chance of showers or thunderstorms. Highs near 81. Now you know what's going on. I'm Amy Salerno and AM 970, The Answer. Relief Factor. Effective pain relief that really, really works. How do I know that I don't have a script? I don't have talking points. I live it. I've been taking it for a year and a half. I had a lower back pain issue that had been plaguing me for nine years, almost a decade. I took Relief Factor for two weeks. Yes, two weeks, and my pain was gone, and it's still gone. That's the experience of tens of thousands of Americans who are taking Relief Factor right now. Don't take my word for it. See their incredible video testimonials at relieffactor.com. And then find out for yourself if this incredible drug-free product could work for you as well as it does for me and tens of thousands of Americans. It's so very, very simple. Go to relieffactor.com, order the three-week quick starter pack. It'll be at your door in three days or less. And I guarantee it, Dr. G's guarantee, if you take it morning and evening, as do I, for three weeks, by the end of that time, you will know if it works for you like it works for me. Dan Proft, weeknights at 9 on AM 970, The Answer. 
back to the Al Gattulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970. The answer, you can follow me very easily on Twitter at Al Gattulo, Instagram at Gattulo, G-A-T-T-U-L-L-O, Facebook.com slash AG Craft Beer Cast. Via email, Albert G at NYCRadio.com. We're on iTunes, Google Play, Alexa Ready. We're on iHeartRadio, Radio.com. We're also on the Hopped Up Network. All you have to do is go over to the HoppedUpNetwork.com and you will find the podcast version of this program, usually Monday mornings before 6 a.m. Now, my next guests are teaming up for a collaborative beer that is being released right before the 4th of July. And really, it doesn't get more American than beer and meat on the grill. The brewery I'm talking about, of course, is Source Brewing down in Colts Neck, New Jersey. Their website is SourceBrewing.com for more information. Or, of course, you can just go over to their Facebook page at Source Brewing. The meat purveyor is a legend in New York and New Jersey and really all over the country. You can purchase his meat by hitting his website at patlafreda.com. Let's welcome into the Craft Beer Cast Phil Petraca from Source and Pat Lafreda from Pat Lafreda Meat Purveyors. Gentlemen, how are you? How are you doing, Thank you so much. You got it. Pat, first question is to you. How did you and Phil meet up? Well, Phil and I have um, a, a great mutual friend and... We got to speaking, and we saw there were so many similarities about what's going on in this current environment, and we're two uh, guys that run our own businesses, and you know, really put a few things together that you know we 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 have so many obstacles to get through to to keep our our companies uh, alive and and have it survive through this these dark days, and you know, getting to speak to Phil. And, you know, Source is amazing. What they do down there is, is absolutely insane. And, you know, we began to talk about doing a, a collaborative beer around the 4th of July. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's something special to me as, as, as a veteran of, of the, the United States Army um, and, you know, and a patriot. You know, what's better than to put those together, you know, uh, beer, meat, and to to support you know, a, a nonprofit military organization like the Intrepid Museum in New York City, right. which has um, really become symbolic to the military and, and New York. Well, we're going we're gonna to get to that in a minute about how this beer is going to be helping out people at the Intrepid uh, Air and Space Museum. Uh, Phil, as I've tatted on this program for m- months now, Pat, let me tell you something. I know how good Source's beer is because my wife yells at me every week. She's like, again, we have to go down to Source? And I'm like, yes, we need to go get Source beer. There's a reason why. But as I've touted on this program, Phil, for months now, you guys are knocking it out of the park with your beers. You and Pat, uh, you know, sit down, you meet up with this mutual friend. You guys get together and talking, and you, you decide you're going to do a collaborative beer. What kind of beer do you settle on? What style is it, and why? Yeah, well, the, the beer, um, you know, it was, first of all, it was a pleasure to be able to work with Pat. Um, you know, the, the breadth of knowledge and the quality of product um, that Pat puts out uh, is something definitely that we wanted to raise the awareness with, with our following and, and put together a great offering. So we wanted to construct a beer that would pair perfectly with barbecue. Because to me, there's nothing more Americana on the 4th of July than some great barbecue, beer, and patriotism. Um, so to be able to, to collab with Pat on that was great. Um, and what Greg, you know, Greg Taylor, our head brewer, sure. he crafted an American Pale Ale. Um, this is going to be something that is extremely crushable. We're going to go look for a lower ABV. Um, but it will have some of our signature uh, body, mouthfeel, and the, the type of flavor that we like to deliver, even these lower ABV beers. 
Uh, we're talking with Phil Petraca from Source Brewing and Pat Lafreda from Lafreda Meats. The two businesses have collaborated on a beer. It's coming out on July 3rd. And for more info on the beer, head over to Source's Facebook page at Source Brewing. Of course, you can head over to Pat's website, uh, patlafreda.com, uh, is the uh, website there to order meat, which, by the way, the meat is fantastic, and you definitely want to throw that on the grill with a Source beer uh, while you're barbecuing over the 4th of July weekend. Now, there's a couple of things going on behind this uh, release, folks, so you need to listen up here. A portion of the proceeds seeds of this beer will go directly to the Intrepid Sea Air and Space Museum. And um, wh- what will this benefit? Do you know, Pat, what this is going to benefit uh, for the Intrepid? Is it just for general um, you know, upkeep and things like that, or is it going to a specific program? No, it goes to a specific program which works with veterans in helping job placement and um, and, and job training at the Intrepid. So the Intrepid acts, it has many different um, uses and, 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 and performs many different tasks in support of the American Armed Forces and its veterans. So, yes, it's a museum. Because of COVID, it's now $7 million under-budgeted, and we, we want to just help keep that, that, that going because that museum has, has been a focal point for, you know, even tourists that come from other countries, they know the intrepid. Right. And that's a, a real great symbolism of, of um, how powerful and how dedicated our American troops are. And um, the work that they do with veterans, to, to me, is the most important because um, there are many of them that, that are, are really heroes and come back wounded. And, you know, they have to go back to regular life. And the Intrepid helps make that transition possible. That is that is really cool. And that's and, and it's so important to give these veterans to give back to these veterans, to be able to give them a job that they can be employed in after they come home. And, you know, Pat, thank you for your service uh, to this country. And, of course, thank all those veterans out there uh, to their serv- to service uh, to our country. Now, not only does buying the beer help the Intrepid, but, Phil, you guys collaborated on a contest with Lafreda Meats. Tell, tell the audience a little bit about that. Yeah, so the, so the first thing is um, anybody within the New York area, I mean, the New Jersey area, who purchases uh, a from the past meet to grill on the 4th of July will get entered into an early access group to purchase this beer, um, which has become very valuable um, as, you know, the demand has increased tremendously since COVID. So you can get early access to this beer. Um, and then Pat is going to, in one of these special boxes, because it's almost like the Willy Wonka golden tomahawk steak will be in the box. Be a free tomahawk steak. It's going to have the Source uh, Farmhouse Brewery logo engraved in the bone. And if you open up your package and you hear, see that Tomahawk steak, you're going to not only win the steak, you're going to win an additional $100 gift card uh, to Pat Lafreda and Source Brewing. Wow. That is really cool. I like how you said it, the Willy Wonka, because it's meat candy, right? I mean, that's that's it, essentially yeah, it, what it, it, it is. is. Yeah, it's the... It's the golden steak. It, it is out there, and yeah, whoever gets it, not you know, that, that's a prize in itself. But right. um, and so is the access to 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 um, this brew offering, right? You, you like you said, you you travel down the source a lot oh. um, for, every week, for every offering. week, yeah. And it and, sells out, and the know, beer. And Pat, honest with you, the beer sells out in seconds. I mean, you go to the site, boom, it's gone. And you blink your eyes and it's over. And listen, that's a great thing to have. But the beer is fantastic, and your and your meats are fantastic. But this is so cool. I love it that it's it's it is it's meat candy. It's like the the grand prize of grand prizes. Uh, we're talking with Phil Petraca from Source Brewing and Pat Lafreda from Lafreda Meats. Two businesses have collaborated on a beer. It's an American Pale Ale that'll be coming out on July third. For more info on the beer, head to Source's Facebook page at Source Brewing for more info on the meat. 
Uh, and again, if you purchase meat from Lafreda right now, lafreda.goldbelly.com, you purchase some meat for home delivery before July 1st, you're able to get early access to purchase the beer, and you'll be entered, as we said, for the Golden Tomahawk Lottery. If you're the lucky winner, you receive a special tomahawk steak with the Source Brewery logo that's engraved in it, plus you'll get, uh, you're will get eligible to get gift cards for $100 each to both Source and Pat Lafreda Meats. That is awesome. Now, uh, Pat, let me ask you. Fourth uh, of July, guys are grilling. The, what is the? Because um, everybody everybody does this. You put the burger on. You're not really paying attention to the meat. They, it burns. What's the best way to grill a hamburger for your guests? Uh, well, for a burger, you, you want to start out with a burger that's got um, a decent thickness so that you can get the exterior seared and, without overcooking the, the interior. Um, you hear a lot about chefs suggesting to leave meat out and to get it through. You know the entire. Um, burger to room temperature before you grill it. Um, you don't want to do that. What you want to do is go right from the refrigerator, 36 degrees, right onto your searing barbecue. Get that nice sear, get that color, and to be able to flip it just one time, and you'll have that sear on that top. And then if you want to put cheese on that, and as it sears on the other side, it's 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 completing. You're not pushing down on the burger. Um, and again, because of the thickness and the temperature, the internal temperature is already low. By the time it gets to the the temperature that that you want it to, uh, it the exterior is seared. The biggest mistake I see is that more often than not, uh, burgers are I say boiled or boiled. Um, you know, it, it's like they're steamed. They come out gray, and it, part of that reason is because the barbecue is not hot enough when you when you've begun. Uh, that, that's a fair point. I mean, I try to keep mine to five minutes each side and just flip it once, but that is a, that is a great point for people who are listening and looking to grill uh, and barbecue over the uh, 4th of July weekend. Uh, finally, uh, and fi- my final question uh, for the both of you, uh, Phil, uh, you go first. How difficult is the, has the pandemic been for your business? Well, you know, for us, uh, initially, yeah, it was really scary because we uh, uh, are a destination brewery. 98% of our revenue is derived from people coming into our tap room. And then we had a small number of the premier craft beer locations in the state that we would deliver draft to. And we lost 100% of our business overnight. Um, so immediately what we did was, you know, we had all these tanks full of beer. Um, we drained the tanks. We put them into cans. And we were blown away. We, we sold out about 120 barrels worth of beer in about 15 minutes. Um, so we, we quickly got word that we were going to be allowed to go uh, do to-go options. And we immediately started filling these tanks up. And we've been filling them as quickly as we've been draining them uh, since the pandemic hit. Mm-hmm. So very, very fortunate. Um, that we've been able to pay the bills, although those are you know lesser profitable sales in the tap room, um, but extremely fortunate, and you know we feel uh, very grateful, um, and we've been trying to give back. Uh, so this will be our third charity beer uh, that we've done since COVID hit, mm-hmm. and all those funds have gone to amazing causes that have been relevant to what's going on. Um, so we have you know the Pat Lafreda beer that is going to be launching next week. We have a very special beer to us that's launching uh, tomorrow where we took a uh, special version of Source of Happiness and we are donating um, those funds into a scholarship fund that we partner with the Siebel Institute in Chicago, which is the oldest brewing school in the country mm-hmm. and where Greg Taylor, head brewer, is uh, an alumni from. And that scholarship is going to be made available to a deserving individual within the uh, minority community. 
And this is something that, you know, when we look at, you know, what's going on, um, you know, in the murder of George Ford, I think all of us are trying to look around our communities and say, how do we make an impact? So this beer makes an impact directly into our community, the craft beer community, because we're aware, you know, when we look around, there's not a lot of diversity uh, and inclusion. Um, so we're going to effectively change that by making an annual scholarship available so somebody deserving within the minority community can get a brewing degree. That's awesome. That is very, very cool, and that's a great way to give back. Pat, for you, how's the pandemic been uh, for your business? How, is it, uh, how difficult has it been? Well, on March 16th, when restaurants were, were um, forced to close, we really, you know, we had to take a deep breath. You know, that was our, 95% of our business was supplying restaurants. Mm-hmm. And um, we have diversified over the last few years, and we do um, a retail outlet through Amazon, um, ShopRite, um, and, and a couple other re- main retailers, and our own home delivery. And... We are under presidential mandate to stay open. Right. Um, however, we were never going to close to begin with. And we think that we have helped our community, um, which is you know, the tri-state area, really um, avoid panic. Because I, I know that the, the, the virus is horrible, but it wasn't going to wipe out civilization. Panic can. And when there were um, civilians waiting on lines at supermarkets for five hours to find out there was nothing on the shelves, that can cause panic. Mm-hmm. And we just stayed open. And, you know, we have not taken a day off since March 16th. And my crew has been stellar. Like, they, they could have taken an extra unemployment and stayed home. No, they stood here and, and helped me serve serve the public and, and make sure that, um, you know, we are the bridge between meat and food. It's usually through a restaurant and we had to make it, you know, through from La Frida to, uh, civilians to, to, to our, our residents in, in the tri-state just so that, you know, that food chain didn't break and that, that meat supply chain was, was continuous. And there have been some waves in supply, but for the most part, there has been no meat shortage as was reported and we have supplied every order that has come into us. So there's never been one instance where uh, we weren't able to supply food to the public. That that is fantastic. That's just that's wonderful. And by the way, I do get my Pat Lafreda meat from Shoprite. So thank you for that. That is a that's a nice bonus every week when we go. Uh, my wife and I go food shopping. My guests have been Phil Petraka from Source Brewing, Pat Lafreda from Lafreda Meats. The two businesses have collaborated on an American Pale Ale. It's coming out on July third. For more info on the beer, Source's Facebook page at Source Brewing. And to purchase meat and get an early access to the beer and be entered in this contest, go to lafreda.goldbelly.com. Guys, thanks so much for joining me tonight. Very much appreciate it. Thank you, Alex. Well, thank you, sir. Pleasure. Yeah, yeah, thank you, Al. Thank you, Pat. Pleasure, gentlemen. You got it. Up next, it's time for Suds and Duds on the Algatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970, The Answer. If anybody doubted how strong America is... Look at all we've been through in the past few months and understand why we're still standing. We're still standing because we believe in the bonds that bring us together. We believe in freedom and liberty. And we believe that after all we've been through, nothing can defeat us. So let's cheer as America gets ready to rebuild and remake our lives bigger, stronger, better than ever before. Keep it here to find out how. AM 970, The Answer. 
Right now, buy one, get one free pricing on my pillows, Giza Dream Sheets, my pillow towels, roll and go anywhere pillows, duvet covers, Giza pillowcases, bolster pillows, and neck pillows. Just go to Radio Listener Specials page on mypillow.com, please, and use the promo code AM970 or call 800 651 If you order Mike's book, your entire MyPillow order will ship for free plus he will give you a $25 gift card for your next purchase don't miss this incredible opportunity to buy one get one free on pillows sheets duvets and more from my pillow call 800-651-0798 800-651-0798 or go to the radio listener specials page at mypillow.com promo code am970 Every Saturday morning at 7, the Auto Lab, the longest-running auto show in New York City, can be heard for a full two hours. Host Professor Harold Walchok and a diverse panel of automotive experts will answer all your basic automotive questions and fill you in on the history and culture of the auto industry. The Auto Lab is on the air and here to help for a full two hours. Listen every Saturday morning starting at 7, right here on AM 970, The Answer. Take AM 970 The Answer anywhere you go with our mobile app. Get in on iTunes, Google Play, or listen on TuneIn, iHeart, Alexa, or Radio.com. Segment of the Alcatulo Craft Beer Cast right here on AM nine seventy. The answer you can follow me very easily on Twitter at Alcatulo, Instagram at Catulo, G A double T U double L O, Facebook dot com slash AG Craft Beer Cast, via email at Albert G at NYC Radio dot com. Don't forget iTunes, Google Play. Just do a search for AG Craft Beer Cast. You can find all the shows on those two platforms. We are Alexa ready as well. Uh, we are on Radio dot com. We're on iHeart um, as well. As the Hopped Up Network. You just head over to the hoppedupnetwork.com and you can listen to the podcast version of this program Monday mornings before 6 a.m. Uh, the podcast is up. Every Breath You Take by the Police. Uh, this week in music in 1983, uh, the Police scored their fourth uh, UK number one album with Synchronicity, also number one in the US, they, uh, featuring singles Every Breath You Take and, of course, Wrapped Around Your Finger. Uh, got to see Sting uh, back in November when you could actually uh, go to concerts uh, before the whole COVID-19 mess. And uh, that's the second or third time that I've seen Sting. He is just amazing. And he had a um, he had a uh, um, an operation done. He had a rotator cuff done. So he couldn't play guitar during the show. So he could only sing. Boy, let me tell you something. His band is amazing. And he was just wonderful. My wife uh, finally got a chance to see him for the first time. She was just blown away. So it was a nice little... Uh, treat to be able to take my wife to see Sting, and uh, he is still, I mean, putting out some amazing, amazing stuff. Police was a great band, but his solo stuff is so good, Um, and I know they did their little, you know, police reunion, but, you know, it had run its course by 1983. People forget, that was the last album the police put out, and then Sting went on to his solo career uh, and became a huge success. Just uh, amazing stuff 
um, from Sting. Uh, let's get into uh, suds and duds, shall we? A uh, couple of different beers that I've had over the last week or so. And for the first time, outdoor dining in New Jersey, which was a huge, huge treat. So first up, uh, the first of two uh, source beers that came out um, a week ago. And, of course, portions of this program brought to you by Source Brewing in Colts Neck, New Jersey, uh, just off of Route 34 uh, in Colts Neck, New Jersey, right next to Delicious Orchards. Get your beer directly from the source. Little Hazy. Uh, this is a really good beer. Um, uh, for me, it's it's a low ABV beer. It's a, a absolutely a crushable beer. A couple people on social media said they weren't crazy about it. Um, I enjoyed it a lot for the fact that it had a low ABV. Again, I think, you know, when we're used to drinking a lot of hazy, juicy IPAs, and then you get shocked by that lighter, you know, version of an IPA, of a hazy IPA. It kind of, you know, ooh, you're not sure what to think about it. Plus, and that's one of those things where I think sometimes you have to go back to other styles of beer to get your palate used to it again and then go back to, you know, the hazy, juicy IPAs. Like, let's face it, hazy, juicy IPAs have only been a craze for the last, you know, two years or so, two, three years. Before that, it was West Coast IPAs. It was that bitterness, the dankness, the the pininess uh, of an IPA. It was supposed to be bitter. Now they're all easing off on the bitterness, you know. So I think every once in a while, it's good to go back to those things um, and just kind of you know reset your palate a little bit. But anyway, little hazy from source, fantastic beer again, an all day crusher. Now that night, last Friday, the Friday before last, was able to get over to my uh, usual joint, Paragon Tap and Table. Finally, for some outdoor dining, I had made the reservation a week before, making sure that, you know, we, we had a table uh, in case it was packed. And I have to tell you, this is the other thing about the outdoor dining. Don't abuse it. If they're giving you an hour and a half limit or a two-hour limit, and really, that's what it should be, unless you're buying drinks. If you're buying drinks and you're buying stuff, that's one thing you keep, you know, you're, you're you know, putting money on the tab. That's good. But if you're just sitting there just to converse because you're outside and you're not buying anything, don't do that. Not now. In a, in, in a month or two, maybe. Now, don't do it. You know, get your food, eat, drink. If you're going to drink a little bit more, great. Do it responsibly. And then, you know, pay your bill, tip heavy, uh, and leave. Anyway, uh, so I, we were able to uh, sit down and have dinner. Uh, oddly enough, we all had salads, which was kind of funny. Everybody was thinking, oh, I'll get a burger, get this, get that. But we all decided to do salads. It was warm out. You know, it's one of those things where maybe you don't want to uh, crush some heavy food. But... They had drinking crayons on tap from Icarus, which was fantastic. Thank you, Paragon Tap and Table. Hazy, juicy, such a good beer. Um, surprised that I hadn't had it before, uh, but I did, uh, and I did end up getting it, and it was delicious. Then I had a Brick City uh, Simple, which was really nice. Uh, just a real, um, you know, simple IPA, uh, kind of basic, but really good. Went down fantastic. Uh, I think we ended up having a Cane Indicators, which I've had before, and that's always a, a solid beer. Went over to Bolero Snort the next day on Saturday because they were releasing uh, their uh, collaboration with um, uh, with Imprint. Uh, but first up, ended up buying a, um, a a Cowler, as they call it. It's a Crowler. Uh, of the Blueberry Mojito. Man, this was fantastic. Hits all the flavors. Great lager. Nice lime. And the blueberry in it was fantastic. Like, I was really intrigued to try this beer. It pours out really dark and blueberry-ish, uh, and it just it, it hit all the right notes for me. So kudos to, uh, to the boys at Bolero. In fact, they opened up their beer garden, uh, which is directly across from their loading dock. So if you want to go outdoors and have a beer, 
They've got uh, beers on tap outside. Uh, you get a wristband. You go in. You hang out in the beer garden. It is uh, set up socially distant. In fact, they tell you to keep one cow apart, you know, keeping to the whole uh, cow theme. Um, but a really nice job of what they've done uh, with their little uh, beer garden there before, you know, obviously they're going to be able to open up indoors hopefully soon. Most of these places are going to be open up hopefully soon. But right now uh, they have the outdoor beer garden. So if you have a chance, get over there and support them. Uh, had the other part of the Source Can release, All You Need Is Love. This is part of their music series. Obviously this one themed after the Beatles. Um, I loved the first one, Intergalactic. But I think I'm enjoying, uh, I think I enjoy the All You Need Is Love a lot more. Juicy, smoother going down, uh, real, real nice. And I love the can art. Um, it's kind of, it's the Beatles walking across Abbey Road, but the source barn is in the background. So is it Abbey Road or is it Route 34? So I, I thought that was kind of cool. Uh, nice work with the can art. Source does a great job with the can art, I have to admit. They, they, every one of them is, is fantastic. Uh, the way they uh, the, the the artwork and the flowers and the and the patterns and stuff I love it it's really cool. Uh, then got a chance to have the um, Bolero imprint uh, collaboration Rainbow. Honestly, I could drink ten of these beers. It's so fruity with the right amount of sour. It's just a it's just a banging beer. It's so good. It's liquid Skittles. My wife loves it. I love it. My son smells it and he goes, "Wow, I might like this." Of course, I didn't give him a taste of it, even though. Uh, he's not of legal drinking age, but let's face it, we've all had a beer or two at 16 or 17. Come on. But no, I did not have my son try it. I'm a, I'm a responsible parent most of the time, but this is just a fantastic beer. And the line that they had set up at Bolero uh, for getting this release, let me tell you something. It moved fast, but uh, I, in fact, if I'm not mistaken, I know they did limited distribution this week, um, but I'm pretty sure it sold out at the brewery already. It's gone. And then finally... Uh, for Father's Day, uh, went over to a friend's house. He was doing Brazilian barbecue. This was really cool. So he got an old shopping cart, set up an oil drum, which he cut open, put wood in it, and then roasted meat over this wood with just salt. That's it. Nothing else. Big slab of meat, wings, sausage. It was fantastic. We had such a great time. And he is not really a craft beer drinker. Uh, he makes his own beer, actually, uh, which is fantastic. And he does a lot of Pilsners and stuff and lagers, cream ales, you know, very light, light stuff. Nothing, you know, no IPAs, things like that. He grows his own hops in the backyard. But he really likes Summertime, uh, by uh, the uh, Summertime uh, Kolsch uh, by Goose Island. So he had a couple of cans and said, hey, you want to have one? Sure. Now, I brought over Bolero Snorts Hoofa, uh, which is their Pilsner, and we enjoy that. It's a great beer. Uh, but we ended up having the Kolsch. It's just a simple Kolsch, nothing special, um, you know, nice, easy drinking uh, perfect for uh, summertime activities. Uh, definitely something to look forward to uh, if you're in the mood for a very basic type of Kolsch beer and you're not looking to uh, spend a ton of money. This is uh, the perfect way uh, to have a couple of beers in the backyard. Folks, we are out of time. My thanks to everyone involved in the show, as well as my guests, Phil Petraka from Source Brewing and Pat Lafreda from Lafreda Meat Purveyors. And, of course, last but not least, the great Buddy Watson. Back Monday on the Joe Piscopo Show at 6 a.m., this has been the Alcatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970, The Answer. Cheers, everybody.